You guys like wearing clothes, right? Alright, cool. I was just checking. HoopStateStore.com. We have some HoopState clothes for you. Some little merch. Nothing too crazy. You know, nice hoodies with the cardinal on it. The State Bird long sleeve t-shirts with the same design. We got the area code t-shirts. We want everyone to rep their code. The first area code to sell out of their t-shirts gets a special edition shirt made just for them. You don't want that, right? You want a special edition t-shirt, right? Well, rep your code. Buy them. Buy them all for all I care. I want everyone to make sure that they have everyone, everything locked in in the merchandise department. So be sure to do that. HoopStateStore.com. HoopStateStore.com. And in case you didn't hear me the first two times, HoopStateStore.com. There is a whole lot going on with the HoopState Network, and I want to make sure each and every one of you are completely locked in with everything we have going on. Simple. Go to YouTube, type in HoopState Network, hit subscribe. Go to Twitter, type in at the HoopState, follow. Go to Instagram, type in HoopState Network, follow. It's really that simple. Spotify, HoopState Network, subscribe. Everything we have going on is going to be in that circle. We're going to be tweeting out articles from our website, tweeting out the pay-per-view stream links, merchandise, all that good stuff, videos, articles, everything you could ever imagine. It's under those umbrellas right there. So be sure to follow all those accounts, subscribe to whatever you need to, and be sure to stay locked in with everything we have going on throughout the rest of the year and throughout all of eternity. Don't ever unfollow. Follow. Don't ever unfollow. It's real simple. We'll see y'all soon. When my friends go, it was simple. When the ends low, switch the tempo. I got right, I got heart, I won't die, I'ma fight. I go down, then I strike, I go hard day and night, yeah. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Hoop State Live podcast. It has been a busy, busy week. Me, Miles Mastercola here with Rod Bridgers, Anthony Simmons. Rod, we'll start with you. First of all, congratulations. Hey, man, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Made the, the official announcement today, man. My phone's been buzzing like crazy, but no, we definitely appreciate our love and support, man. So, you know, it's a blessing. So we're, we're definitely happy. For, for sure. Simmons, how's everything with you? All love, man. All love. Good. It's been, it's been a fun week, you know, with the playoffs going on and stuff like that. Uh, in the state of North Carolina, it was cool on Saturday to see fans back in the building, but we have a lot to get to. And I mean, frankly, we should just kind of look at it just like we did last week. Like this is, you know, you'll be hearing this in March. It's March madness. And we mean that in every sense of the way, Um, taking a look kind of at where we are in the final four on the one, a side, we'll start in one, a Wilson prep beat Henderson collegiate and what felt like the biggest game of the entire bracket pre-final four. Uh, They won pretty decisively. I think the final score was 10. It felt like it was larger than that. I know, Rod, I was doing the Reedsville game with you, and you had that game up on the iPad um, kind of during the first part of the Reedsville game kind of to see what was going on. What, how, how impressive is that for Wilson Prep as a program and a community to, to get to the Final Four and have a chance wow. to play for a state championship? Well, first of all, that was a statement win, man. That was a win that kind of put Wilson Prep on the map to kind of make everybody like, yo, we heard about them, but now, hey, they went and beat Henderson Collegiate by double figures. So that's a statement win. And more, more importantly, man, for our city and Wilson, like the, the culture in Wilson and basketball is it's always been Greenfield, bro. Like in the early nineties and stuff like that, and before a time like that, it was the public schools. But from like two thousands on, aunt started the tradition going to Greenfield for literally, man, ever since then, almost almost twenty years, it's always literally been Greenfield. So now to see somebody else outside of Greenfield seeing Ant kind of take what he learned at Greenfield and and, and move and apply that those same kind of philosophies and principles at Wilson Prep. It's it's amazing to see him and my guy Tay. Uh, they, they got it. They got it rolling over there right now, man. Uh, Big Eric Wynn, Nasir, uh, Nasir Blackston, uh, Mario Johnson. Those kids, man. They go to get it, man. A little Christian battle, Simmons. You'll love battle, man. Battle a little, a little small guard. He shoot that thing. He shoot that thing from deep, yo. 
But they're a tough bunch, man. Um, super excited. About, I'm, I'm going to be in the building Tuesday for them, man. Like, I just don't love the Final Four. So, super excited about that, man. I'm just just proud of, you know, just being from Wilson. I'm just proud right now, you know. 100%. Uh, Simmons, I know, like, you know, we, we mentioned last episode, you, you're you familiar with everything on this 1A um, with your experience at Voyager. So, you know, for Wilson Prep as a program, kind of like Rod said, what does it mean? And um, for Henderson Collegiate, obviously, you lose you lose the game, you lose A.K. Holden and Javante Waverly. What what were their legacies like at that program with what they were able to accomplish over their career? I mean, their their run is one of the best runs that we've seen in 1A. Like, I think, you know, Winston-Salem Prep had a run. Um, you know, Voyager, we had a couple of runs. We only got one out of the deal. You know what I'm saying? One state championship, one appearance. Um, and I think, you know, uh, Lincoln Charter had their run next. You know what I'm saying? And it was Henderson Collegiate. And I mean, I think it's the, I think it's the, it's, it's a change like the hand of the guard, kind of like Kinston had to give me the Farmville. Um, now I think Henderson Collegiate, you know, they just had the best roster in when they top the bottom hands down over the past few years. Like George Marshall was really blessed with where they come from to this type of players. Like AK and Javante have caused me, caused me nightmares for three years, bro. Night sweats the whole nine, like because. They're dogs. Like, it's no strategy for that. Like, you can't set a defense from guys who want to literally throw the ball off the backboard against you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. And George Marshall, uh, one of the best uh, leaders um, in the high school game, you know what I'm saying, as far as giving his kids confidence and giving them something to believe in. But, like, to piggyback off what Rod said, like, that's a Aunt Atkinson is a family member from him. That's somebody I compete against and looked at for a long time. You know what I'm saying? He's a year older than me. Um, coming up in the ranks. Um, I'd never forget when he did what he did at Barton. Um, I'd never forget, you know, seeing him in a globe try to uniform. And I mean, I think it's, I think it's right. You know what I'm saying? I just think he's one of those people who are like, he's the mayor of that city. Um, and uh, like I, uh, you know, like I told him last night, he slid into the DMs, the bug on me, like, yo, apology, bro, you got it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I knew. Those guys, you know what I'm saying, like had a talented team. I just thought Devontae Waverly and those guys, you know, with that that experience, you know what I'm saying, it would help out. But you know, like, you know, that's a like Ant has a crazy environment for his kids to play in. And it seems like, bro, like from the clips, they was going crazy in there, taking flight, pulling up a three. So like, you know, they're bought in. He's been telling us since the beginning of quarantine they were coming. It yeah. is, bro. So hats off to him. Yeah, no, it's been it's been impressive to see kind of that program grow into what it is now. And, you know, this next game and these next two games, if they're able to beat Riverside, uh, it's it's huge for the program. And I think, Rod, like what you said, it's great for Wilson now. It, there's always been Greenfield as a as a staple program, and they're always going to be, as long as Rob Salter there, is there they're yeah, always going to sure. be a staple program. And now that Wilson has two programs that feel like staple programs, um, it's only going to make that great basketball city even greater. So it's uh, absolutely yeah. it's a big thing for sure. Uh, looking at the rest of the one, I mean, Avion Penner and Riverside, that's a that's a man on a mission right now. What he's able to do. Um, there probably isn't a player in one, a like him. The fact that he's such a versatile six, seven, six, eight front court player um, that can do so many things. Well, obviously, it feels like this Wilson prep team is deeper. Um, from a talent perspective, but what are they going to have to do to stop a kid like Avion Pinner, and what's Avion Pinner going to have to do against a team like Wilson Prep, Rod? Well, a good thing about uh, Wilson Prep, they, they have multiple guys with size 
we talk about Avion Penner, but they have they have a guy that will spare up Nasir Blackson that not a lot of people talk about. I know you saw the videos come out today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, he came in transition, punched it twice. Like that's who that's who Nas is. Nas is the type of guy. He's a two way player in in, a, in that in that sense. What we talk about, he can knock a shot down. He can defend. He plays hard. And he's not a me guy. He did return a leading scorer last year, actually, but. The thing is, like he'll he'll sacrifice his points because they have so much more, so many more guys that can score now to to take on the challenge. Now, Avion Pepper's a tough challenge because you know you know people people say Avion Pepper's a high major player, so now that's going to be a, a big big test for him. So, um, but look look for Wilson Prep to kind of take him away. But I mean, Avion's so talented; it's going it's going to be a hard task for them. So, yeah, Simmons, what, 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 how tough is it, especially when a basketball to match up with a kid of the caliber of Avion Pepper? It's tough, man, because like Rod said, man, like the thing of it is, is in one eight, it's like it's rare that you have those teams with, with guys with that with that with that type of size and skills. You know what I'm saying? It's like the year we had Jay Huff, there was only one of them in one eight. And that's how it usually goes. You know what I'm saying? Henderson the last few years, it was like a Caleb Matthews. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> but I think with Avion Penner's the same thing. The part about him why I think it's gonna be tough is, you know. Not only, you know what I'm saying, is he a two-way player for them, but, like, he has to protect the rim and stuff. So, for him, when I look at the details, where it's hard is, is on defense, he's going to have to bang with Eric Wynn. And then on offense, now, where he would have the advantage, like, knowing Ant, Ant's going to put, like, knives on him. So, now, mm-hmm. you can't use the speed advantage. So, him having that speed to be able to exploit those bigs, that's not in play against Wilson Prep. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's going to be a challenge for him. Yeah, 100%. It's it, it, like there probably isn't a team in 1A that has more to throw at uh, Avion Penner than Wilson Prep. So they're going to be locked and loaded, ready to go. That game is going on Tuesday night at Wilson Prep. Um, Rod will be there, I'm sure. He'll be active on social media um, for that game. Yeah. And you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we have a camera out there covering it as well. Uh, so be sure to yeah, stay yeah, tuned yeah. for some content coming from that. Um, and on the west side, uh, Lincoln Charter is playing Mount Airy. I know I don't think you two have really seen or Lincoln Charter a ton, but – I'll just say this to to go through your first three rounds of the playoffs and your average margin of victory be 35 plus. um, You're a pretty good team. I don't care who you're playing against. You're playing against in the one, a bracket against teams out in the West and you're just smashing them. There's something to be said for that. So I I think that they're going to be look to beat Mount area who isn't beating teams at at that rate. Um, Sam Kogan is a tough guard to match up with in one a, and they have a ton of shooters around him. So, you know, it's going to be, a clash of styles if the two teams that we think that will meet in the state championship end up meeting. But um, we might have to talk about that beforehand uh, before Saturday. Again, we might have to do another quick episode and break down the state championship games, but um, no, nah, it's good. One a is shaking out kind of similar to how we thought Lincoln charter and either Henderson collegiate or, or Wilson prep coming out of the East. And it, it ended up being Henderson or excuse me, Wilson prep moving on uh, to two way. I mean, we saw some, some legendary careers end this week. And I think that's what's been on my mind when I'm thinking about um, this, whether it be Bobby Pettiford or, or Dontre Styles or Breon Pass, all three of their careers ended uh, this week. And, and you know, the legacy that they left at their school and they're in their city um, is special. And I think the one thing that you know, kind of interconnects them, uh, Rob, when you think about these three kids, um, we could just go one by one, but when you, uh, we'll start with Bobby since – um, I know you guys were there for that one. When you think about Bobby Pettiford's legacy, what what comes to your mind? I mean, it's just you know, it's it's the thing that we so we say about all all four of those kids. You can throw Don Trez in that in that conversation as well. We talk about 
we heard the rumors. We heard the rumors over the summer. Well, Bobby's going here, or Don Trez is going here, or Breon's going there, or Baby T might be going here. But they all stayed at their school, and they and, and they wanted to try to bring a championship back home to their to their small hometown. And I think for me, and I think for people, I think people around can appreciate that more. Um, you know, when you see guys do that, because a lot of times, man, you see guys always trying to run the greener pastures. And we know in basketball, grass is always not great. It's not always green on the other side. So for those guys, I mean, just, you know, w- watching them play their last high school games was tough. You know, you saw Bobby. Bobby was hurt. He was fighting through everything, man. And it was tough to see it. But he still had he still had a hell of a performance. He ended up with 30 points. And last night, the same thing with Breon. Breon was banged up, man. But, like, it's just giving it his all, man. Like, in as you saw at the end of the game, man, when he came and checked out, like, that really touched you. Like, he just, like, Simmons, he literally sat there for, like, 10 or 15 minutes like, with his head down his towel. Like, people went over to console him. We ended up after the game going over there as well, too. But, you know, just seeing those kids and how they've grown, they've grown over the past four years, not only as great basketball players, but great individuals as well, too. So, just I'm just proud of all of them, you know? Yeah. Simmons, when you, when you think about those three guys um, and what they're able to accomplish – both on and off the floor and the kind of people that they are along with the players. What, what, what comes to your mind when you think about all that kind of stuff? I mean, for them, um, they're just so special, man. And for me, I honestly just want to say personally, thank you. Um, to me, I was telling Rye in a conversation earlier this week, like these are the kids who broke Hoop State to the world. Without yeah. them, I don't think we're even doing this show right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like they gave us, they gave us legitimately real stories and allowed us to step into their lives, you know what I'm saying, and grow with them. Like, you know, Bob came on the show, like, you know what I'm saying, like several times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Bree, same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember back in the day, like in our early, early days in the Carmel Classic, like Breon would, you know, jump in the chat. You know what I'm saying? And talk to Webb and talk to you guys. And, like, Don Trez with his commitments, like, you know, the interviews. Like, I mean, these kids mean so much to us, just period, to our state. And I say it all the time with them. It's just, like, they came in with so much hype. And to end up, like, for them to come with this much hype, and then we get to see them on ESPN specifically because they're ACC and ACC Network, to continue to do that, like, I mean, it's just a blessing. I think all these kids are going to have their jersey retired in their respective schools. Um, we wish them nothing but the best, and these kids actually have a chance to, you know, fulfill their dreams. You know what I'm saying? Like, I actually think we don't know if they're one, two, three, or four-year kids, but, you know, if you give all four of them four years, if you're saying they got four years to make their dreams come true, bro, I, I don't I, – I got my money on all four of them. All you know four of them. Like, like, just to, like, just looking at it, like, I couldn't imagine seeing Bobby Petter for four years from now. Like, I couldn't, like, like me and Rod talk about T and Trez with their size, like, and the systems and the role that's going to be playing with early. And could you imagine Breon, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about it, He's in practice with Shaq. He's in practice with, with Cam and, like, who he's getting thrown in the fire with. Like, when those guys leave, Lord, how mercy. Like, his junior and senior year, like, I mean, these kids, like, all these kids are, are capable of 30, 40-point games. And I just would love the team to see their growth, man. But deep down from Simmons, bro, like, 
I thank all y'all, and it's been a pleasure to cover y'all boys, man. Y'all are absolutely special. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, and I, I talked to I, the only one I didn't really get a chance to talk to. Like I, I sent Don Trez a text, like just thank you for always like and this goes to all of them. Like thanks for always being available for us. Like anytime we ever needed anything from any of them, they're always quick to answer, quick to jump on a Zoom, hop on a podcast, absolutely, or anything like that. Bro. And and that- and they and they might not understand the impact of that because they're not in this world like we are. But it really does mean a lot to have those kids there for us. And, and, and you know, we made sure to express that to them. And we're doing that again right now. But um, yeah. looking that makes at, sense, though. I mean, yeah. real quick, I don't mean, to cut you off. But I mean, because, you know, we, it's a lot of kids out here, man, that are really like big timers. Like we're not important enough. You know what I'm saying? So, no, for that to, to for them to be available. Another kid, Carter Wiggins, well, I know he went to college already. But Carter yeah. was also always available for us, man. So, no, I definitely, like you said, appreciate all those guys, man. Yeah, no, definitely. Carter, you know, originally a member of this class, you know, pandemic changed things. He had to go up. He'd be getting a send off just like this. Um, Lucas Taylor is another one uh, at Heritage. It, it falls into that category as well. We'll also Dalen be in the Barry, ACC. Dalen Berry, like all that whole 2021 class, any 2021 kid that had their you know career ended uh, this week from a high school standpoint, um, the chapter may be ending, but the book is just getting started. So continue to achieve everything that you can. Um, looking at the just the two A games it's farmville central again and again <laughs> and and what they were able to do they they put up 99 on south granville and apparently they took off the gas they took their foot off the gas for the final three or five minutes um they were able to completely dominate reedsville defensively even when t wasn't shooting at a super high clip still had a stretch where he took over the game but like wasn't you know going wasn't didn't put 50 up had 28 still an incredibly great night technically a below average night for him because he averages over 30. But when you think about what this team is doing with Requavion, with Jaden Pitt, with Josh Short, with Leontay Moy, who's just an absolute menace, Rod, like they're as well-oiled a machine as they've ever been. And that's saying something, right? Yeah, man. It's, it's like we said uh, last week. They're like, they're like 09 North Carolina right now. Like barring something crazy happening, they're like, they're going to win a state championship by 25-plus, bro. And, I, I'm not, and that's no disrespect to anybody else. That's just knowing what personnel, what teams are left, and what personnel they have. Like, last night, that was probably the worst shooting performance I've seen Farmer have all year. And they still, they still scored 85 points. Mm-hmm. 85, bro. Leontay Moore, grown man. Josh Shore, at the, like, they didn't even run that that one two two zone like they usually do. But Josh Short was everywhere on that court last night, just making plays, man. And they just – they do everything. And then Jaden Pitt, man. Jaden Pitt is growing up in front of our eyes right now, bro. Like, he is growing up right in front of our eyes. Like, people in Farmville, they, they, they're not worried. Larry, Larry's not worried. Larry knows they got another couple of runs left in them because of guys like Jaden Pitt and Josh Shorter, man. So, amazing bunch, man. Yeah. It, Simmons, is there anything you could even, like, compare the dominance that they've had to, or is it is it really one in its own? Because it, it, it truly feels like we're watching something special happen. Pasta. They're going to win the next three of these joints, fam. Like, we've never, like, we ain't, bruh. This is, like, it's crazy because, like, the, I, I ain't seen nothing like it in 252 because it's like, it came out of nowhere, bro. It was like, Tyler Maywin and boy won that joint. And all of a sudden, we fall into Jay Wright in the bunch, Samaj. Then it's T, and it's like, I mean, it's like, he's hit, like, He's literally hit like y'all saw Josh Short last night. Like 
he's capable. Like you see how fast he's taking the ball out the rim and pushing it up court and coast stretching out. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, bro, like Alex Moy, Nick Taylor, Jaden Pitt, Baby Short, like all them dudes, Derek Cox Jr., like. Yo, all them dudes are booting up next year. That's a seven-man rotation. Like, yo, they they special, man. And 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 shout out to like, once again, shout out to to, to Coach Larry, man. Like, like he he knows he he like he has the right recipe, bro. He knows what he's selling, and and the guys are buying into it, and they special, man. Like at this point, man, like. I'm I'm buying for the boys to go ahead and get some new unis, man. Like I'm tired of seeing them specking cats in that gold, man. Like <laughs> go ahead and change the flavor, man. Throw us some cool gray, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or bring the black joints back, like yo, Nike. Throw these brothers another set, man. Like <laughs> real for real, dog. Like bro, some city this editions. Is a, this, this is another year, like, this is crazy. This is crazy. This is another year where it's just like. Are they the, the best team in the state? Like I know I what it last night, yo. Like, yeah, they, like, I'm like, I, they might I, be. I, I respect North Met the playoffs still going on, but like, bro, like they can actually match up with them. And I'm and, and when we say best team in the like, state, we're talking combine, Liberty Heights, Moravian. I, I I'm like they're in that conversation. Like if they're if they say the NCHSAA throws out an unexpected ruling, hey, they're allowed to come to the Hoop State Championship. I'm you like they're in and they're they're probably seated high like they're like they're a scary team man and, and my goodness it's there's just something to be said well, they lost two games know, I, got, I gotta keep it real bro like them dudes man them dudes man Farmville they they sound, got something special man they got something special yeah yeah bro it's crazy it's it's crazy and the I think the crazy the one of the crazy things when you think about it is when you think of dominant team you think of like super by the book like we're gonna run our stuff we're gonna be they play with a level of freedom that is completely unparalleled, and they don't they don't play with the care in the world, but they play the best basketball of anybody in the state. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the beautiful thing about it is that there's no team that has more fun playing basketball than them. Tequavion was throwing a borderline temper tantrum for being taken out up thirty with three minutes left. <laughs> yeah, like like the, the the how much fun they have just simply playing the game. It's just – it's crazy to see. So, they're playing Northeastern. They get a home game. I, I was telling Rod, like, the basketball – like, Northeastern upsets Washington. The basketball gods have found a way to get one last game at Farmville Central with fans. With T. With T. It just – it feels it right, it. doesn't it? It's seen it. They're going to give them one game where it's back. I'm going to keep it – I'm going to keep it a band. 40 ball. It, it, 40, ball for, for, 40 ball. 40 <laughs> ball. <laughs> there, tea, man. there won't be anything left in the chamber when that night's over. Nah, 40 balls, man. It, it's it's so special. But, you know, Hendersonville and North Lincoln play. Um, our, our guy, Keenan Wilkins, is putting in work at a 42-point game for Hendersonville. I hate to say it, but it's just good luck against Farmville. That's all I'll say. That's <laughs> I just Because I, they don't, like, they're, they're that good. And – We've been saying it now for I guess eight or ten minutes. It feels like, but they're that good. It it's it's just kind of ridiculous. Um, I know this game doesn't really make a whole lot of sense now. It doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but it doesn't mean a whole lot considering that everybody's out. But Reedsville beating Kinston, what Breon Pass was able to do, um, in the third quarter specifically, but really in the second half, he was playing on one leg in the fourth quarter. 
Um, I don't know if Rod or Simmons, you guys were able to see highlights from that, what he was able to do from a shot-making standpoint, but um, it just shows that Breon Pass is capable of carrying a team whenever he, whenever against just about anybody, except for Farmville. Yeah, no, I definitely agree, man. Just my, like I said last night, every time Breon shoots the ball, it looks like it's literally going in. Like his shooting stroke is, it's, 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 it's amazing. And the growth I've seen from Breon this summer to now, like, it's just amazing. First of all, if you look at his body, pulse, like Breon's body has changed. Mm-hmm. Breon's already in, in the college mindset and getting prepared. Yo, I know I got to go to college here in a few months. Let me go ahead and get my body right and prepared because it's going. That's going to be the biggest thing for those guys physicality. But just just seeing how he carries that team, and he's not a selfish guy. He doesn't hunt shots. He doesn't do any of that, bro. He, he gets it in the flow of the offense, literally. You know, and, that, and that's what makes him such a a special prospect. Like. He's literally going to step into that Braxton Beverly role for NC State next year, but kind of be a, a, a more improved version, no disrespect to Beverly, but Breon can put the ball on the floor and I can tell, and, he, and he can defend. Man, like I said, you know, Braxton Beverly barbecue chicken in ACC, you know what I mean? But, for the most part, no absolutely. No oh, yeah, no. But, you know what I mean? But, no, but I, I just think just him just being a prospect as he is, man, like like Simmons said, man, in a couple years, man, iron sharp as iron with Cam, Shaq, and them boys there, man, that's a special bunch, bro, that, bro. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Um, any quick final thoughts on two A Farmville Central? That's it. Yeah, three Pete. Get three Pete. Bring the t shirts to Saturday to the game, man. Yeah, <laughs> facts. <laughs> Maybe we call the printer up and see if he can hey, get tell, going. Tell, tell, tell Bryson if you're trying to hit a lick, he need to go ahead and make some Farmville stuff. Facts. Side that, and then sell out, bro. That's actually make, 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 hurt, make like bro. fifty or seventy five of them. Yeah, definitely. Facts, Rod. That's. I mean, hey. Bryson, Bryson is the king of finesse. That sounds like something he'd do. I'll just leave it at that. No, nah, he did. No, nah, that's something that he did ass need to do, bro. Get yeah. baby, baby T and the boys on the caricature. Yeah. Free shit like the old bullshit, bro. Yes, yeah, that's settling down Farmville. He's selling out, bro. So we need that 5% <laughs> too. Facts. No, I'll, I'll give him a call. I'll give him a call later. Um, 3A. I, I don't know how we went the whole season without talking about these two kids, but I feel like we have to. I don't know how much of you guys have seen them. I probably sent them in the group chat like six or seven times this year just because, like, look how good these two kids are. Uh, Jaron Stevenson and Drake Powell at Northwood, the two freshmen, have led them to a Final Four duo. There are a lot of good 2024s in the state of North Carolina. I'm not comfortable saying any of them are are a better prospect than Jaron Stevenson. Um, At 6'9", being a a combo forward, inside-out skill, athletic, can put it on the floor like he – it looks like he is going to be a national, national type prospect in that class. And him and Powell, who's like a six five, athletic kind of point wing type, not really a great perimeter shooter, but does literally everything else. Six five with super long arms. They have Northwood do a Final Four berth. They knock off Terry Sanford. Um, they're playing West Carteret, who has had a really, really good season and has come a long way. They've beaten teams pretty handily in the playoffs so far. So that's going to be a big game on the east side and on the west side. Weddington continues to roll through, through people. I know this is kind of, at this point, teams that we haven't really seen a whole lot because a lot of the heavy hitters have been you know knocked out, whether it be Caden Dawkins in Eastern Guilford or Northern Guilford and Nolan Hodge and Westover and Terry Sanford. But what do you kind of make of uh, – I guess Simmons will start with you because I know you saw you know Chase Lowell and you saw this Weddington team some. What do you make of their dominance, just beating teams by 25-plus, and, and they're, they're continuing to cruise like they did in the regular season? I just think it goes to their summer schedule, them playing together and the camaraderie. And I think it's just like 
style of play. Like that style of play has won championships in the state of North Carolina, especially with teams coming out west. Like when you got guys that can stretch it like that from three and you don't turn the ball over, like this is what happens. You know what I'm saying? And these guys played the game the right way. They, you know what I'm saying, create off player movement and, and shots. It's like, it's, I mean, it's just like Apex friendship. Like Apex friendship is not going well. Didn't wild teams with athleticism and size, but that five-man continuity with that, that curl cut and shooters out the backside, Got them boys to the got them boys to the third round, man. Almost to the to the final four, letting them trades ride. Like, listen, bro, that's the that brand of basketball works, man. Okay, mm-hmm. and I mean that's what's working for Weddington. I think it's going to lead them to a state championship. Like, they were really getting real bumped this summer. Like, yep. they were playing teams where you was like, yo, like they're down. Like, remember when they clapped Foster and boys? Like, yeah, you know, they was really playing prospects. So now, like, it's no, and you know we don't say this, but like. The teams they playing don't have the personnel that they've seen before. So they like dogs off a chain, bro. Yeah, no. Nah, and, and the one team that, you know, I think, you know, we'll see if they can get by West Carteret, but just the upside of that Northwood team, Rod, just from a like a legacy standpoint, for a freshman duo to come in and even make it to the Final Four is impressive. But if they're able to get to the state championship and possibly win it, you know, how would that start the legend of, of Jaron Stevenson and Drake Powell in the state of North Carolina? Stamped. He, it, literally, he, he stamped. Like, you know, the, both of them, you know, win a state championship as a freshman on, in 3A, you've never seen anything like that. So, that, like, they're, they're just stamped as elite prospects at that point. But I will say this, West Carteret got a few kids, man. They got my guy Gavin Gillikin out there. He's going to mm-hmm. Barton. Gavin is a hooper, bro. Like, you yep. look at him, he look like one of them beach boys who, 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 who ain't got that smoke with him. Gavin got some stuff with him, dog. Like, they put it on Northern Guilford uh, yesterday, bro. So mm-hmm. that's a guy to look out for there, man. It, it, West Carteret's been a team. They, they've competed year after year. They, they win 15 to 20 games every year. They, they go, they make deep run. So, I mean, no surprise that they're, they're at this point right now. So, but, but I mean, I don't know if they got a six, nine, somebody ain't six, nine to compete with Stevenson. So, um, like I said, as far as Weddington, man, you know, I'm, I'm an AJ Cook fan, man. You know, we all are AJ Cook, bro. Just rock steady. Like we said, we saw those guys play together all summer, literally. I mean, they had Big Pat with them, but even after Big Pat left, you still saw them playing tournaments together. And they Rock were going, yeah, Rock. all those guys. And they were winning games. That's the difference. They were mm-hmm. winning a lot of basketball yes. games. Yes. They won a lot of basketball games this summer. So it shouldn't be a surprise what Weddington is doing right now, honestly, at all. Like, you look at – I think a lot of times when people look at Weddington, they say, oh, it's a bunch of white boys out there. We finna cook them. Nope. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. No, nah, you, you know how it go, but nah, them, them boy, them, that's that that's that group with the Y that come they bring they five, they run it, they smacking everybody on the court, bro. Featuring Tyler and Kobe Lewis. <laughs> Facts, Tyler and Kobe would have gotten some some big minutes for Weddington back in the day. Probably right. Tyler probably is a sixth grader, but <laughs> either way, looking ahead to the uh to the foray, I mean the games this past week, there were so many heavy hitters. Um, I think the, you know, the two that probably stick out are that Panther Creek North Met game where Panther Creek almost pulled out, put off the upset of the year. Um, Dalen Berry went down and put on a show in the city that he'll call home for the next four years. So that was crazy. North Met found a way to squeeze that one out and they beat South Met by about 15 the other day. And then the Apex Friendship Millbrook game, which had some had some moments where you know there was controversy. Simmons was on the scene reporting live, so he's got a better better aspect than anybody, including anybody on Twitter. So Simmons, I want to ask you about that game and particularly kind of that scramble at the end of the game and kind of how it went down because it feels like there were multiple moments where both teams should have 
made a play where they didn't and it ended up biting them in the butt. And that's why the game ended up the way it did. But how, how it just seemed like a hell of a basketball game, didn't it? Yeah. Like I, like for me, um, the kids competed, man. Like the kids really competed. Like Kenny Nolan can go. Like Kenny Nolan can go. Um, Millbrook, Chris Daniels. Like I, I want to give them love first, Kenny Nolan, Chris Daniels, because they're both seniors. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the performance Chris Daniels put up in the first quarter, um, really first 12 minutes of the game, really he single-handedly kept Millbrook in the game early. Um uh, Kenny Nolan was, was was leading it with a show for Apex Friendship. They were tough, um, that continuity. And then in the end, man, um, it got really spicy. Like, I'm going to be honest, like, playoff basketball, you know what I'm saying? Like, the referees hold some weight. And, I mean, there was a lot of bullshit caused in, in the entire basketball game, um, you know. And I, I think, you know, bringing, like, trying to shed light on one specific one isn't fair to the kids. Mm-hmm. Because, like, at the end of the day, like, no call took away an opportunity to win. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, Millbrook, you know, had the lead. Um, well, under three minutes to go, they kind of went into a stall strategy. And, um, you know, Apex friendship wouldn't be denied. So, overtime, it was extra spicy. They were both calls other ways. But, um, Silas Demery Jr., man. Um, stepped up. I mean, Millbrook was down four with 205 to go. Mm-hmm. Down four. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got an and one Proctor Scoop lay that thing off the glass. Like, the air went out the arena. You know what I'm saying? And somehow, some way, Millbrook came down. Uh, Silas Demery Jr. got a bucket. You know, there was a, a controversy, you know what I'm saying, on, on, on the stop. You know, he went down, earned it from the free throw line. And at the end, man, when I'm telling you, when Proctor shot that shot, I 100% thought that it was online. Like, I thought it was going in. It bounced off. Apex Friendship had two chances, um, missed both. And, you know, uh, the game went to Millbrook. But, I mean, you got to tip your hat off to Millbrook, man. They're in the regional final. They battled. You know what I'm saying? And right now, that five, you know, Silas Demery Jr., special, man. He's special. I think this. I think this game was a signature moment for him. You know what I'm saying? His legacy at Millbrook. It has a point guard. You know what I'm saying to help them get to a regional final. Um, I think it's there. Like Chris Daniels, special Red and Eric. You know what I'm saying? Like did what seniors needed to do, and you know Millbrook got some help from their bench, um, and they were able to get it done. And Kenny Nolan and Luke Proctor and those guys, man, like that was a hell of a performance. Like, I've never seen an offense, you know what I'm saying, like that discipline, for, you know what I'm saying, for an entire basketball game. When I tell you they run their shit, they mm-hmm. run their shit. That's nah, all I got, man. No, nah, they definitely do. And, you know, it looked like Proctor had a, a, a decent look at it to, to send the game or to end the game, really, with a three. Yeah, that, would, um, oh, that, that, that was it. Yeah. If it would have went in, that was for game time. Yeah. And, 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 Rod, you know, what does this mean? For Millbrook, because they, you know, you know, they have a chance now in the Final Four. They've been known as a program that has talent year in and year out, um, but has not found a way to get over the hump and win a state championship. But this feels like, at least on the East side, it feels like Apex Friendship and Millbrook were the two best teams, and that was showed on the court. Right. Yeah, I, I definitely said yesterday that game could have been the Eastern Regional Final. Like that. That. That's that type of atmosphere. That's Menzies Coliseum, fully packed. 
a barn. Yes. That's the type of game that you see in the Eastern Regional Final. And I hate that, you know, those kids were robbed of that opportunity. Um, what I'll say about that game was <clears throat> is I know the call. I know everybody, the whole, you know, on Twitter, the kind of controversy about the call. I'll say this, man. You have to account for bad calls in a basketball game. Like as a, yep. that's just something you have to account for. Now, whether it changes the game, it it, it goes that way. Every call like, changes the game. Every yeah, every possession has changed. Every call. changes the game. You know, you know. I still to this day, you know, it hurts my heart. My little brother didn't get his state championship at Greenfield because they gave Dennis Smith Jr. a phantom foul call. It hurts. I get it. I get it hurts. But at the end of the day, it's basketball. It's something you have to account for. With that being said. Apex friendships that had a chance to win that game. The two 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 instances I look at. First, they had a four point lead in overtime. We we talked about that. But for me, that last two three minutes of the game, like what Simmons says, when Milbert held the ball, Apex came down and shot three after three after three after three after three, and they were in the bonus. When I'm a coach and my team's in the bonus, my instincts, yo, I got one of the best guards in the state, Kenny Nola. Yo, get downhill, attack, get to the free throw line. If we're doing that then that's going to open up that wide open three to kind of be that dagger. So for me, I think it was kind of a more of a where Apex had the game on the in the balance, had a chance to win it in regulation, honestly. But and then caught a bad break and yeah. Yeah, you know, living by the three, dying by the three type of game. But um, but for Millbrook, you know, like you said, I mean, they're, they're a story program in the state. They've never gotten over that hump. They've had a lot of great teams. It's another addition of that. Um, it feels like you know, I don't want to ever disrespect Lombardton because, you know, they, they felt disrespected last year. Um, but it feels like Millbrook is a favorite in this game here. So they just got to go take care of their business. And then, you know, if they do meet North Mech this Saturday, then that's going to be, you know, I think in a one-game scenario, I think anything is possible. Anything. And what, we, what we've seen, Panther Creek apparently has the formula to beat North Mech. So if Panther Creek can kind of – if I feel like if Panther Creek can do it, Millbrook has a chance. So Yeah, and, and to be real, if Panther Creek can do it, I, I, I'm not betting against Audrey Kell either, because mm. I'm like I'm not I'm saying I'm betting against them, but I'm saying like they're capable. Yeah. They have a, a bevy of bodies that can That's play. Be a good game too. And there's going to be some, there's debates about players in that game. Like you know there's it's there's that's a big big time. Who Audrey Kell got Miles? I, I, I think that's a couple familiar names. I know what about. <laughs> a little, a little Elijah Gray. You familiar? Ah! You familiar? <laughs> so Elijah Gray. You got Brand Nelson. You got Noah Carver. Um, they they have they have players. They have real players on that side, um, and it's going to be a battle with them in North Mech, uh, in Charlotte. You have North North side of town versus South side of town. Um, two great coaches and Dwayne Lewis and Mike Kraft. So um, they're going to battle it out. And those you know all year those are people who said those are the two best teams in Charlotte, and and they're going to have an opportunity to. to Get, get after it in the final four the way we feel like probably you know the two best teams in the Raleigh area with Apex Friendship and Millbrook they probably should have been in the final four too true, um true. but that's just kind of the way the seating worked this year um thoughts on kind of the, the week North Mecca's has had Rod because they had a you know didn't have a great performance against Panther Creek were able to squeak by, squeak by and then bounce back with a with a double figure win over South Mech yeah well first of all much credit to goes to Shawan Robinson and Panther Creek and Dalen Berry and those guys uh, they had a hell of a game plan, uh, and they executed it. You know, unfortunately, they came up, they came up a little short. But you know, when you have a coach like Shawan, Shawan, like Simmons, going to test it. Shawan has been in big games like his entire life, his entire career. So to him, that game was just another game for him. So you know, if if, if you if you've been in those type of games, 
then you know how to win those type of games. And that's the same thing with Ant. That's why I feel like Will Supreme is successful because he's been in those big games and he knows what it takes to win those games, what type of mindset you need to have going into those games. So, but, uh, you know, I, I just think at the end of the day, you know, uh, North Mexico is probably a little too much, but um, I don't know, man. Audrey Kell looked good, but I saw Brandon Nelson. He was spraying people the other day at 21 with 5-3. So, you know, I just think ultimately you know, that's a home game for Audrey Kell too. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Gonna be gonna be interesting for sure. Yeah. For um, sure. Simmons, you, you the twenty twenty two forward matchup. There's two kids, um, with Jeremy Gregory and Elijah Gray, who are both super super high level in that class. Um, have some similarities, have some differences. Do you feel like that's you know the key matchup in that game between those two players? Um, I think I think it I think it has. Uh, uh, I think a lot of the game can be decided from that matchup. Um, you know, both teams are going to need production from those guys. If Audrey Kell um, is looking to upset North Mac, then Elijah Gray needs to step up um, and have a, a big game. But it's kind of like, you know, Elijah Gray inside out does a little bit of both. And Jeremy Gregory, he's a man down there when he seals, you know what I'm saying, and that offensive rebounding. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good game. But I think, you know, the, like this is a, one of those games where can for Chris Ford do, do the things – that he does because I think he's that Swiss Army knife um, in this game that that with him, his versatility, being able to switch and guard, you know, Elijah sometimes, being able to switch and guard other different players and, you know, try to, you know, do some things offensively. Um, I think that can help North Mech. And then, of course, you know, those two young men that do it the TC way out top, man. You know what I'm saying? Like those two guards, you know, Cunningham and Crawford, if they got it going. Maxwell Coles, you know, I ain't going to disrespect you better Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like if those guys are going, then I mean, it could be that could be that same song, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. It's gonna be a big game, and and you know, I feel like the four A. It kind of feels like the the better teams advance. And Lumberton, you know, Charlie Miller, that whole team over there, they've done they've done a really really good job, and they're a team that you know has has been has been there before. Now they've gone on a deep run two years in a row, so they're a team that. They're ready for anything. They've beaten teams that we thought they had no business beating. They knocked off Apex Friendship last year on the road in the first round um, when they had Nick and that whole team. So they were able to, to beat teams that a lot of people don't think they have any business beating. So, you know, they're, so could you could you break down Lumberton for me? Um, yeah, they, they have they have some talented players. I think the biggest thing with them is that they're, they have a point guard that can really, really shoot the basketball, and it completely changes the way that you have to defend them because he's a threat when he walks across half court. He played with Flight 22 this summer, Charlie Miller, blonde-haired white kid. Um, really, really good shooter. Like, really, really good shooter. And then they have a ton of, like, athletes and, and just physical kids surrounding him that can play. So, you know, they are they don't have as much talent on paper as Millbrook. They don't have as much talent on paper as any of the teams left in 4A. Um, but they, you know, they have a formula to beat teams that have more talent on paper than them. So they have to be considered a threat, even though they're definitely still considered an underdog, for sure. Um but, yeah, so that is the public school stuff we'll be talking. Um, might try to get one in on Thursday after we know uh, kind of the scores of everything for Tuesday and a preview to state championships. That could be a quicker episode. Um, but speaking of state championships, we had the private school playoffs go down, Final Four and playoffs this past week or, and championship this past week. Um, in the 1A, it was Victory Christian uh, beating United Faith pretty handily. Um, we quickly touch on each of these games. I know, you know, Simmons was at the 2A 
championship. So he can go more in detail on that one because he was actually there reporting live. Um, for everyone that watched that stream, we appreciate you. Um, but yeah, looking at 1A victory, Christian, Rod, it seemed like their, their talent was overwhelming. Damon Reyes had a big, big, powerful dunk that, you know, sent some big momentum through their way. What, what does it mean for victory to cap off the year that they have with the state championship? I, it's funny that people are actually picking against victory. I'm just like, yo, have y'all seen, and there's no disrespect, but like, if you look at the teams of one, a, like it was victory. It's been victory since November. Mm-hmm. Like, not even a question. It's been them since November. Um, you know, you know, with the guys, O'Valley, Louis Duarte, like those guys, just, they just, they're a complete bunch, man. You know, and they were, they, they were hurt. They were, they were out O'Valley for a long stretch of this season, a big stretch when they had those big games as well, too. Not to say they would have won those games, but they probably lost some games that they could have won in that stretch as well, too, uh, without him but having Randy, because Randy stretches the floor for them. But um, just a complete performance from those guys, man. Just, you know, shout out to them. Proud of those guys. And, you know, I mean, I, I, that's one of the teams I picked. So <laughs> I was yeah. too four. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I was, yeah. I think the same. Actually, no, I might have been one for four. Oh, shit. I was one for four. I mean, I look, this gambling year hasn't been the best for me either. It's just kind of run of the mill at this point, but it yeah. is what it is. Uh, Simmons, for, for Lewis Duarte and Randy and a lot of those guys that come in to North Carolina, their first year being here to win a state championship, what does that mean for them um, now looking ahead to their senior season where they, you know, could be – they're going to be looked at to repeat? I mean, I think it's big for their confidence. Um, I think it's, you know, it's big for them. I mean, anytime you can associate being a winner besides your name, I mean, something. Um, and now it kind of puts a target on them in the summer, though. Yep. You know, so they have to understand what comes with that. So people are going to be trying to get off on them, you know what I'm saying, and stuff like that. But, I mean, I mean, those kids, you know, this is what they want. You know what I'm saying? So we tip our hats off to victory because, I mean, they definitely earned it. Like, any team that tries to go outside of their norm a little bit and play other teams to prepare themselves for a championship and win a championship, you got to give them respect for that. And that perfectly leads us right in to the Burlington school. Um, you know, they played everybody. And, and you know, I've t- we talked about this at length. And, you know, some of the losses they took probably sucked in the moment, like really, really did. But it only made them stronger for their goal that they're trying. They tried to accomplish and they were able to accomplish it with a really what felt like a, a, a handed. Like they won pretty handedly. Like they, they, they definitely took care of business on Saturday night against Northwood Temple Simmons. You were at the game. So I definitely want to hear your perspective on how everything went down uh, in the gym. I'm going to be honest, Jamari Thomas, man. What are you eating, yo? Simple as that, bro. Uh, Poose uh, gummy worm. Okay. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, They're going to smack it, yo. Absolutely. They're hitting right now, G. They're hitting. But, I mean, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, this is how the game started. Tip ball. It's a loose ball. Jamari Thomas goes for it. Somehow, some way, they call it a foul on Jaquan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when Jamar tries to go up. So, Jamar used two free throws, 2 0. Come back down, turnover, back scratch me. That shit is over, man. That <laughs> shit was over. Like, from there, like, I mean, it, it was over, man. Like, I mean, Burlington School got nine assistant coaches. All right. The, the the environment they create for their players is 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 psychotic, man. I mean, it's crazy. Like you look down there and you get caught up in everything that's going on. Then the game starts. You know what I'm saying? You call an offensive play, 
they're calling the play out and the whole team is shifting to where the play is, bro. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, you got Jamari and I mean, bro, like it got to a point where he just started imposing his will. And I think, I think what, well, really the, the part that I think that really won them the game was Brady Rankin needed to get off. And it sucked for him because that's the one position where they, this, this is who checked him the entire game. Three people, SP, Double R, Zion Walker. Who can all defend. It's a dub. Like, they needed him to get off. And then, you know, I got to give Craig credit. Like, Julian Williams averaged eight. I did my ride, did my research before the game. I ride miles. He averaged 18 points and eight rebounds for those guys. Bro, K locked the paint down. They couldn't ISO it. They tried to play through uh, Johan Axel. He started shooting trays. You know what I'm saying? And before you know it, Boston crowd was applied, man. Brothers of School ended the game with three bangs, including Jamari Windmill, a Kobe George quiet slam, and a K-Lob. Get them boy out of here, man. It was a dub. Brothers of School, man. And the, the, then Bernardi hit the 40-yard dash into the locker room. I, I was crazy with the little face mask and the mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it it caps off a special year for them um, and a special journey for every single one of those collective pieces individually. Like you think about um, what Jamari's had to go through over his career, dealing with a knee injury, transferring um, to different school and, and coming to TBS and, and overcoming everything he's had to do just as a small guard in general. Um, you have Kalel who's, you know, put the work in to, you know, be more consistent late in the year and showed up in the last two games was really, really important for them. Bernardi as a coach, you know, becoming a head coach at the age of 21, you know, you probably have people talking all sorts of crazy about you because you're like, oh, he doesn't deserve this. He doesn't deserve this. Year three, he wins a state championship. I'm um, in his second year at the school. So, and, and I could talk about each of them individually, but it feels like that it, it was destiny for them and they are able to do it. Um, Rod, do you feel the same way? As it, it just feels like it was the Burlington school's year? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you who Ryan Bernardi reminds me of because I, I literally watched the same same thing happen. Rob Salter, yo. Like yep. Salt Salt was the same way, bro. When Ant started at Greenfield, Salt was just graduated from Barton, bro. Like he Salt was probably 23, 24. He took over Greenfield. People were saying the exact same thing. He's too young. Why are they giving his job? Bernardi's on that same he won a state championship. Uh it's like his second, third year there. Mm-hmm. Uh so that same thing, but no, man. All credit to Bernardi and, and the Burlington School, man. It's like a, it was like a, a year of destiny for them from day one. We saw them in the, in the hoop state uh, when they played in the scrimmage game when, when Mari Boone on dude from off the, on the opening to off the tip. Like you saw a different type of team there. You was like, yo, they're for real. And Jamari made makes them go. We saw how how great he played played throughout this entire season. Um, and I give credit to K. Like K, listen, bro. I told K. After they play late on, I said, "Hey, yo, play like that every damn game, bro." I said, "When you're running end to end, like me and Simmons, so we we all three of us talk this all this all the time. That is his elite skill set, rim running. When he rim runs, he's blocking shots, he's catching oops, he's catching off the rim, he's doing all those little things. That's what makes him an attractive prospect." K always early on in the season he wasn't running hard, but now you saw the end, saw the end of the season, you saw him turn that corner, you saw that light switch. So, but K, much much credit, man. And that supporting cast, man, Zion Walker, Ryan Roberts, uh, SP, all those guys, Ja'Kale Powell, I mean, Kobe, Kobe George hoop last night. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, 
yeah, he really so I mean it's just it's just every game you saw somebody else kind of different step up as well too. So yeah. And um, I was gonna say another another guy quickly at what Escobar, Escobar did in the final four, he scored the first yeah. 14 points of the game. Like that was crazy. I was like, what Escobar. is happening right now? Escobar has a clip, bro. But no, much respect to Bernardi. We got people got to start getting Bernardi his flowers, man. Like the dude, he went and played any and everybody. Like it's crazy because right before the tournament started, we, I was trying to get him a game with victory. He was like, "Yo, bro, I'm telling you, swear to God, I want this exact words. Right, I wanted to play, but my coaching staff a little smarter than me. They told me we need, we need to rest. So like he's looking all type of smoke, man. Like so much respect to Bernardi, man. Like congratulations. Yeah, no, big. Big ups to the Burlington School for taking care of business and winning a two-way bracket that, you know, we all thought um, was strong and was probably the strongest collectively, you know, one through eight, I guess, for the top teams than any other bracket. Looking ahead to 3A, I mean, these were, you know, Gaston Christian um, and, and Asheville Christian, two teams that had up and down years. For Asheville Christian, they're one and ten. Deontay Green arrives, and I think they go 12 and seven the rest of the way. So they're able to start winning games when Deontay Green arrives. Um for Deontay individually, they have other great players on this team. You know, Colin Mills, Max Rogers, um, the young, the young fella, um, Christian Anderson, who can play. Um, for Deontay specifically, and, and Simmons, we'll start with you. For him to be uh, looked at as a top guy in North Carolina in 2022 to win a state championship and be the guy and really go on a heroic one, what 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 does this mean for him? He's number one prospect in 2022. Word. Yep. I, have that. I mean, that's just what it means for him. I mean, with – the offers he has, his body of work, like, yo, he wasn't hooping. He transferred state chair. Like, you can just hate on him from there. Like, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he won, he won high school. Catch him in the summer. You know what I'm saying? He got big, mm-hmm. he grown now. I, I, looked on, I looked on the IG, man. He got big tack across his chest, man. He built himself, Oh, Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, he got, he got baby rose coming out the side. I'm and he likes skin too. He likes skin. Yeah, so I'm bugging too. on him as soon as I see him. He got your chest out. <laughs> bugging on him. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Deontay Green is 2022. You know what I mean? And I mean that until the summertime, that's that. Yeah. You know, MJ Rice, Deontay Green, man. Yeah, it feels like he's the guy. Um, you know, for him to come into that that school, and you have the two guards with Rogers and Mills, guys that are shot makers. Um. Is this, you know, it feels like that's a formula to go on a playoff run. It's two guards that can get hot and a forward that kind of does everything else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that Rod or me? Yeah, that was for Rod. Or me, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, for sure, man. I mean, you know, we, we've seen Colin Mills get bucket as well over, over the year, over the summer as well, too. But no, Deontay just, he literally changed the course of that season for that team. You know, they got, they lost a lot of games early, too, because he, you know, he was trying, they were trying to adjust having him on the team and, you know, trying to find their footing. I mean, when you get a player of that caliber middle of the season, like you can't expect it for them just to, to kind of, you know, just to, you know, jump, you know, come off running, you know, come out swinging or whatever. But uh, much credit to them, man. You know, I, I didn't pick them. Made me eat my words, you know what I mean? Not not my not my dog out, you know what I mean? But it's cool, you know. Uh, <laughs> much credit, man. Like, much respect, so. Yeah, for sure. Um, looking at before a this is – not what I thought. I think Simmons. I think Simmons was the only one that had this right. C- credit to him. Credit to Simmons. Simmons, I'm gonna have you make a parlay for me next Saturday when the conference <laughs> tournament starts. Just <laughs> let you like give, give you the password and say here you go. Um, Jarvis Moss, Christian Reason, DJ Nix, the big three, and along with Elijah Ormiston, he he played great in the first part of the game. 
they handedly beat a Carmel Christian team that had run through their schedule. And that's kind of what people are talking about is, you know, the Burlington school really prepared themselves. They lost more games, but they prepared themselves. Carmel didn't play. They had a few tough games, but not to the, the amount that, that the Burlington school did. But what does it mean for Canada to win two straight state championships after losing a player of the caliber of Jaden Bradley Simmons? Um, I mean, when it's stuff like that happens, you got to tip your hat out to the, to the, to the coach, man. Um, and, um, not right now. I'm drawing the blank as far as his name. Jay Roth, you're good. But um, he's definitely doing a great job of building a culture. Um, and it's kind of me and Rob was having a conversation. I was like looking at, I was like, Rob, man, like it scared me because it's like watching, being a part of you know Curry and watching Jarvis Moss. Like when you have somebody like him in the tournament, and then him not being like he's really on the ball with it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And so like that's different. But like you know, for me, you know, one thing of it is is what's been what's been Carmo's bread and butter all year is you know them being able to have a distinct advantage in the post the majority of their matchups. You know what I'm saying? What made me really look at Cannon was like Christian Reeves is seven foot, bro. Like, I know a thing or two about footers. Um, <laughs> like, like, yo, like, at the end of like, that's real length, fam. Like, you not just like, you, you it, it's a skill to score over that size, you know? So I'm not bugging on Ben. Ben's a hell of a player. It's a difference when you're going against a real live footer. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it was able to neutralize that. And then once that's neutralized, you know what I'm saying? It's about perimeter ball. Job is more power vibe, man. Okay. You feel me? Power vibe. And you know, they have a well, a well coached program. And you know, don't we can't forget about DJ Nicks, man. He was he big. Off. Like, you know what I'm he, saying? Like, he was big. And the thing about him is, like, when you look, when you really look at Carmel, it's just like, in order to, like, Carmel, like I always would say, you had that, you have to have that traditional starting lineup. Carmel's coming out, Justin Taylor, uh, Glenn Bynum, and Cade. You know what I'm saying? Like, that size. DJ Nicks has that size, but he has a little bit more girth to him. So it's just like, that's a tough, like, in between matchup for him. And I just, honestly, man, I think the ball just rolled their way that uh, yesterday, man. Like, it just rolled their way. Yeah, and the other thing, too, is, like, along with Reeves, Reeves has a double-double. Ormiston has 15 points. Nix has 20, goes 14 of 14 from the line. And that takes pressure off of Jarvis because Jarvis doesn't need 30 anymore. He really only needs 17 and to hit timely once. Right. So um, it was it was a great team win for, for Cannon and for Jarvis to go out as a senior in Elijah, those two, to play big parts in that game. Um, congrats to them. Rod, what do you kind of make of – of Carmel season because they at points didn't have their full group of guys. I know Ormiston missed time with an ankle injury and Reeves missed time with the back stuff. So, you know, for them to kind of get it together at the right time, was it just, you know, the perfect storm for them or is it, it feels like they were the, be- the best team in that classification? Absolutely. I mean, I think that's what it really boiled down to. They were, they, they were the best team in that classification. They knew that. So while Carmel was getting all the publicity and everybody was talking about Carmel and rightfully so, because Carmel only lost one game. They hadn't lost since Thanksgiving. So and they, and they want to roll, so like they they deserve everything they got. But but Cannon knew like, hey, 
we just going to write the shit. We lost a few games that we should, probably shouldn't have lost, but we were banged up. We didn't have Ormiston for a little bit. Christian Reeves is out for a stretch as well, too. But they, they, they got healthy at the right time. And like I said on Twitter, man, that was probably one of the more impressive wins of the season period to go into Carmel on their home floor, state championship game with fans. And and and, and they were they were almost 30, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, almost 30. It was almost over 30. So that was super impressive. So shout out to Coach Shay Roth and that bunch, man, for going back to that. Because the biggest question for uh for Cannon this year was. Yeah, you lost Jaden Bradley. You lost no. You lost no one point guard in the country. How do you recover? Now, you know the average person will say, "Oh, they're going to take a step back." But you know that that program, man, that they're 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 built to win. They're built to last, and you know that's that's the way to go on top. Jarvis Moss back to back state championships. But my last point is, we still got to give Carmel that credit, that recognition. Coach Badgett did a hell of a job with that team this year. They, they had nothing to be ashamed about. They lost to a really good basketball team. And, you know, my hope is we get to see both of these teams here in the next week and a half. So um, that's all I got, man. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, two straight state championships on the road for uh, Cannon. Last year, the host school was Charlotte Latin. Um, they won at Charlotte Latin. I know Randy Johnson had 38 points for them in their last game and a loss because, you know, Jaden Bradley was Jaden Bradley. And then now this year, um, it's a team win. They're able to take care of business on the road for a second year in a row. So congratulations to them. Um, that's about it. I, I, you know, we're, we're looking ahead to this week. We'll have coverage from games. Um, anything else? I know we're going to talk, start talking Hoop State Championship here soon. There were some big games this past weekend from a seating implication. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Um, whenever we get together next. So for for any any final thoughts, anything you guys got to say to the people? Nah, man, let's start it. We got a new week. Let's start the week with energy, man. And we got some, we're going to be crowning some state champions. And it's almost grassroots time, brother. <laughs> so it's almost time to transition. I've been watching Twitter. You know what I'm saying? The rumors. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost that time, brother. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun spring or summer because I think there's, there's still there's still some questions kind of about the format with the live periods, what sneaker circuits are playing when, all that stuff. Um, and but let's just say this, man, we're gonna end these these last few weeks of the high school season with a bang, and, and the summer season it's gonna we're gonna be rolling right through. Um, so yeah, Rod, any final thoughts? Are you good? Nah, man, I'm good, man. I'm just, uh, I'm good. Yeah. What you about to talk about? The, were you about to talk about the Warriors? You didn't want to bring it up? Nah, I turn, I turn, I turn the game, bro. Like, I'm, I'm tight right now, so we're good, bro. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Appreciate everybody for listening, um, and we will see you guys very, very soon. When my friends go, it was simple. When the ends no, switch the tempo. I got right, I got heart. I won't die. I'ma fight. I go down, then I strike. I go hard day and night. Yeah. I go hard day and night.